Hello, everyone. And welcome to our podcast. Collages of Cleverness, where you can enjoy weekly tutorials, reviews, art, and more. My name is Rosemary Nicole. And I'm Malia Yvonne. This podcast is all about entertainment since we're all quarantined. Hopefully, make sure you're quarantined and stay safe at home. Don't see yeah. people. Social distance. Mm-hmm. And we're basically just going to be talking about some fun things to do at home while you're bored in quarantine because it's um, really easy to just be a couch potato and eat and watch TV all day. And Definitely. that is not all there is to do in the world right now. So also there are some cool many YouTube videos and things on Instagram, Pinterest, things like that of stuff to do when you're bored. So let's get right into it. Um, let's see. One of the first things that I wanted to say was if you are being a couch potato, I recommend that you get up and try just like a five minute workout on YouTube. Um, I have a really good one that's three minutes. It's called the Sally Up Challenge. It's really hard if you do the squat yes, one, it, it burns. Yeah, and basically you can do like squats with that one and you can do sit-ups and a bunch of workouts that are really hard but really helpful. And I also just recommend, like she said, workouts. There's a 10-minute workout. I mentioned this in a previous episode and that's really fun to do every day or every other day and there's lots of workouts. There's like workouts from like two minutes to two hours, well, probably not two hours, one hour, something like that, and so you can find the things right for you, and we definitely recommend that. Um, and uh, a lot of gyms, if your parents have a gym membership or you have a gym membership, um, a lot of gyms are doing Zoom workout classes where the instructors will be um, doing a class on Zoom. I've been doing those a lot, a lot of mornings. I don't know if every gym is doing it. Um, my mom's gym is or my mom and dad's gym is um but let's get into something if you're being a couch potato which is the olympics everybody loves the olympics and everybody loves watching the olympics you can watch them for like five hours on end and still be entertained yeah so we want to talk about these because sadly they got canceled and they are a big form of entertainment that a lot of people depend on and love to watch every other year? Well, like for winter, it's every two years. For summer, it's every four years. Yes, um, correct. And so, about those. so the Olympics have been delayed, not canceled, delayed. And they have been delayed till 2021 summer. Um, so when we're in 2021 and they have the Olympics, hopefully, if we are not still in this, um, then they will... <coughs> call it the 2020 olympics because they don't want us to get off track um and then we'll have olympics in 2024 so it'll actually be a three-year gap um if they have the olympics in 2021 but on the olympic channel if you have a tv and you have cable um the olympic channel has been playing old women's gymnastics this week and these really cool documentaries of three um gymnasts and they've been following them around all over because they're going to 2020 tokyo or they were um, and it's a really cool documentary. I recommend to go watch it. Yes, and speaking of, um, 
this website where um, it's called canopy.com. It's with a K, so it's K-A-N-O-P-Y.com, dot C-O-M. And basically, it's an app where all you have to have is a library card, and then you have access to a bunch of cool documentaries and movies. And they're mostly focused, um, unfortunately for us, for ages like very young kids or children and and teens and adults. But go there definitely and see if there's anything of your interest because that sounds really interesting and there's just a lot of free documentaries on there. Um, and um, speaking of library cards, there's this cool app called Overdrive. It's an audiobook app. I found it a couple years ago. So all you have to have is a library card and you just have to put in your um, library card number and the library that you go to mostly and um, or in your area. And it there's a bunch of different audiobooks and ebooks that you can get on a Kindle um, or you can use on your phone, iPod, tablet, Android, whatever you have. Um, and it's a free app completely free. There will be books that will be checked out and then you can put in for a wait list or you can borrow them. You can borrow them for 21 days at a time. Uh, what I did once was I borrowed it for 21 days and then I didn't finish it. It was really good. I was almost at the end. So I um, put it back in the library and then I went right back and borrowed it again, hoping that there wasn't a wait list. And this is really helpful. There's also a lot, lots of different websites now where you can find free books to read because there isn't too much access to libraries and things like that. And also, um, some bookshops are delivering. So that is really cool. And there's lots of books on Amazon and things like that. So we really recommend to read because we love literature and reading. It's Everything so amazing. And we also really love writing. We're going to talk a little bit about that and some fun things to do. So, um, writing is a form that I find way, like it's an art or a way to express yourself, um, yeah. without using language, like verbal language. Um, so I love writing because it really, I can really just describe everything and anything that I want and I think um, I can base characters off of what I wish I was um, or images in my head that really just are imagine, or imagination, yeah. part of my imagination. It's fragment, but I can bring them to life. I agree. And there's so many forms of writing. There's novels, history, poetry. So there's probably some kind of writing out there for you. Me and Malia actually both really love fiction. Definitely. And we're both writing a book right now. Mine is actually going to be a series of five books, and that is really exciting because I, as she said, we get to express ourselves in a way that we never have. Like, you get to, when you're speaking, you don't get to stop and think about everything that you say and all the vocabulary. When you're writing, you can take as long as you want, and you can bring people joy in the world. So I recommend, even if you don't want, because some, some of us, um, who are no longer at school, we're not getting too much practice with writing now, and at school we wrote essays and things like that. So one thing I was going to do was actually start writing an essay every week, and then I 
actually decided to just work on my book and things like that. But writing is really fun. And even journaling. Journaling is a really good thing to do or keep a diary because if you just write in your journal every night, at night, or every other night, write out all the things that are in your head, in your mind, your emotions. It's really good. It might help you go to sleep. And it's good to not keep in your thoughts. If you don't want to tell someone, it's good to write it down. If you don't know what to write, my dad and people like that, my sisters, say to just write down, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. Just writing, it's really good. It's just good for you, I think. So I definitely recommend that. Um, I realized the other night that I, like, I can tell my mom almost everything, so I tell her a lot of things, and then, so I thought I told her everything that was ever on my mind, and then I was realizing last night, I was like, I don't, there's so many things that I don't tell her, and writing is a way for me to do that, so I have a notebook where I keep track of all my podcast stuff, which, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and I have a notebook inside my house. I'm in our little other house. Um, and that is where I write down all of my little mythical fantasies of me and my friends and me being a crazy warrior lady like Annabeth, um, and, or going to Hogwarts, um, or being on Luna, even. Uh, so... Also, podcasts are another great way to express your love for anything and anything. Um, everything and anything. I think I said anything and anything. Sorry. Um, and Rosie just made a new podcast. It's called One of a Mind. Go watch it. She Her first episode is all about her and how to make podcasts. It's super cool. Definitely go watch it. Um, and, or listen to it. You can't watch it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, hopefully, you if you watch that podcast or listen to it, it'll be helpful because one thing that I really recommend to do when you're bored is start a podcast. It's safe as long as you don't, like, share any personal information, things like that, and it's really fun. Me and Malia have, this is only our second one, and we're going to do it in a few days, but we couldn't wait and we wanted to do it today. Definitely. So that's how fun it is. You get to talk about things that you don't like normally talk about or just don't have time to um, do something with and we get to talk about our writing and things like that or art and I just wanted to say one more thing about the writing I'm sorry I know we already moved on from that but if there's like something that you don't want to talk about that maybe happened to you you could be writing a book and make that happen to one of the characters, and then you can express it and share it with the world. Anyway, um... And you'll have the emotions. You know what that goes through that character's mind, so it can be such a good scene because you've lived it and you know how it feels, and you can make that yeah. character feel the same. Um, like, I, I'm when I'm going to write my book, I'm not going to share my ideas, but um, one of the characters... I am basing off myself and what I want to be. So it's part of me and my imagination. So um, I was watching the movie Saving Mr. Banks, which is about um, P.L. Travers, and she's the woman that wrote Mary Poppins. And she was really saying how Mary Poppins uh, is part of her. It's like your writing is really you, 
It's like yeah. your heart expressing what it its imagination. Yes, so much right on. And speaking of that, that's like um, the book that I'm reading currently, Little Women, is sort of based off of the author Louisa May Alcott's life. And Joe, the main character, is um, a really strong young woman, and she's based off Louisa May Alcott, the author. And it's just such a great story, and I really recommend it. Um, but anyway, sorry, we were talking about podcasts. I got us off track. No, podcasts fine. are just really fun when you're bored because you can express yourself, express so many things. And if other people, maybe you want to talk about stuff at your house, at your home, but your parents are always working or no one really wants to listen to you. This way, anyone, everyone who hears it might like it, and then maybe your parents or whoever might get impressed, and they might actually want to listen to you. Um, that's just an example, but, I mean, our parents listen to us, and yep. they are very excited for us, but uh, I just think it's really fun. Do you want to say anything? Um, I think that podcasts um, are a safer version of YouTube, actually, because yes. YouTube is where you're putting your face out there, your identity out there. Um, like, a lot of families have their last name as their um, channel. And so you're putting yourself out there. Um, and it's not as safe. And you have hate, hate comments sometimes. And it, it can hurt a lot. It can, like, ruin you and dissolve you. But podcasts are like YouTube without showing your face, without exposing yeah. yourself. And you don't have comments. So if somebody doesn't like it, they'll just keep it to themselves or tell somebody else that doesn't know you. Yeah, and podcasts are, like, really amazing. And they're for, like, all ages. They are just the perfect thing because you can get, like, the listeners that you want and you're not showing your face but you're having a lot of fun and there's so many things you can find like podcasts about everything almost a lot of things and it's really helpful and sometimes i might like it better than youtube at times because you might be bored and you're driving and you just want to listen to a podcast put it on and so that's why it's really fun to make them and maybe even funner than youtube videos so yeah um and, you know, it's just uh, such an opportunity without being hated. Yeah. So, um, one thing I would like to share with you guys, if you're bored, is um, there is this app and website called BuzzFeed. And it is a really fun platform. They use all kinds of things and news you can read about. And there's really fun quizzes on that one so i recommend that you go do that and right now me and malia are actually going to do a quiz so just so you guys can get a little idea um what this is about so um this buzzfeed quiz is a harry potter quiz we love harry and, potter yes so the title is only a true harry potter fan can match the hogwarts professors to the subjects they teach so i'm just going to read all of them and then we're both going to agree on our answer Okay. So, um, I'm guessing they get harder because the first one is really easy. Who teaches defense against the dark arts? Professor Lupin, Professor Quirrell, Professor Lockhart, all of the above. All of the above. above. Yes, yeah, all of the above. Okay. Next. Who teaches transfiguration? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, for all of you that haven't read Harry Potter, click off now. Because we yes, don't want any spoilers. We hate spoilers. spoilers. Sorry. Thank you so much for catching that. And if you haven't read it, don't just leave. Leave 
read to go read Harry Potter, please. It's so good. Yes, or um, just go read your book. Read. You can skip this part if you want, but we are doing a Harry Potter quiz. quiz so Okay, continue. Um, who teaches Transfiguration? One, Professor McGonagall. Two, Professor Flitwick. Three, Professor Binns. Four, Professor Kettleburn. Number one. Me too. Professor McGonagall. Yes, we got it correct. Yay. Who teaches potions? Professor Sprout, Professor Snape, Professor Trelawney, and Professor Vector. Professor Snape. Yes. Well, correct. there's also Professor Sl- Professor Slughorn. Yes, but he was not an option, unfortunately. <sighs> um, I wonder who is a better teacher. We might talk about that in a Harry Potter podcast sometime. But Slughorn anyway. really favored. I don't like that, but Snape was really mean. Yeah. But Snape has such a great backstory. Again, if we might talk about this, so leave, don't leave, I mean, just be warned if you have not read it, spoilers, because um, just Snape is such a great character in the last book. You hear his backstory. Okay. Yes. Who teaches charms? Professor Ferenze, Professor Pomfrey, Professor Flitwick, Professor Grubbyplank. Professor Flitwick. Professor Flitwick. <laughs> okay. Who teaches history of magic? Professor Binns, Professor Dippet, Madam Print Pince, Professor Flitwick. Professor Binns. Professor Binns. Perfect, we got it right. Who teaches divination? These are pretty easy. Trelawney. Professor Umbridge, Professor Trelawney, Professor Hagrid, Madam Pince. I'm going Trelawney. with Trelawney like her. Yes, correct. Who teaches care of magical creatures? I know it's Hagrid, but um, <laughs> Madam Hooch, Professor Flitwick, Professor Hagrid, Professor Forense. Professor Hagrid. Hagrid. Yay, got it right. And who teaches flying? Madam Hooch? Madam Hooch. Professor Grubbly Blake, Professor Filch, Professor Caro, and Malia, we are correct. Madam Hooch. Yay. Who teaches herbology? Professor Vector, Professor Slughorn, Madam Pince, Professor Sprout. Professor Sprout. I say Madam, <laughs> Madam, Professor Sprout. Yes. These are all really easy, but there are like all kinds of from easy quizzes to hard quizzes to quizzes like these that you can pick one and get right, or you, there's ones like design your breakfast and we'll tell you where she, you should live. So, you know, there's a lot of cool ones. I actually once um, took one that you design a, your dream house and it guesses your birth month, and Ooh. it actually guessed mine. And That's cool. Then I did, and then I put stuff that I thought my mom would put, and I guessed hers too. So that was pretty cool. Um, pretty on point. Anyway, who teaches astronomy? Professor Burbage, Madam Pomfrey, Professor Vector, Professor Sinistra. Ooh, I think it's Professor Sinistra. I thought it's Burbage. Professor Burbage was the one that Voldemort killed. Spoilers again. Oh yes, right. And Professor Vector must teach like, like um that one that Hermione took in the third year. Um, Mad uh, Runes. Huh? Runes. Yeah, either that or Arithmancy. Because I think it's Professor Sinistra. Okay. Yay, we got it right. Yay. Okay. Who teaches muggle studies? Professor Derwent, Professor Burbage, Professor Moody, Burbage. Matt Hooch. Yes, Burbage. Oh, so sad. We got it right. I know the last book, spoilers again, I'm going to stop saying that, so I hope you are not listening anymore if you have not read this and don't want it to be spoiled. So mad um, because it was really sad in the seventh book, in the chapter... The Voldemort killed the Muggle Studies teacher for no reason, and actually it is so unfair because Voldemort apparently loves the purebloods and favors them, and he is a half-blood, so like he should not, that means one of his parents was a Muggle, he should not be 
not supporting muggle studies. No, but right? He's weird. <laughs> anyway, who teaches arithmancy? Professor Vector, Professor Dippich, Professor Carroll, Professor Grumbling. Oh, Vector. I think. Yeah, Vector. Because Dippich was, Armando Dippich was the headmaster before Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Yay, we got it right. Okay, we got 12 out of 12 right. You are a Hogwarts expert. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. You would surely get O's on in all of your subjects. Oh, thank you. That means outstanding for the For owl of you owl, owls, sorry. Anyway, so that was BuzzFeed. You can go check that out. There's a lot of fun quizzes on there. Um. So now we're going to get into some things to do when you're bored. So I have a really great one. Um, well, actually, I have two really great ones. One is just go look on Pinterest and scroll through Pinterest. And Pinterest, you can look up memes. I um, always look up Heroes of Olympus memes, Percy Jackson memes, and Harry Potter memes. Always what I do. Um, There's so many great Harry Potter memes and things like that. Even if you just look it up, if you don't have Pinterest, because I don't. But even if you just look it up, then... um, there's so many great ones. Some of them are cheesy or corny, and some of them we really don't support because they're just gross. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and also, on Pinterest, there's a lot of simple workouts that you can do. Um, but more importantly, there's a lot of, like, it, it'll be like a month-long photography challenge. And if you have Instagram or any social media of any kind, or don't even have social media and just want to do it for yourself because you like taking pictures, then um, you... There's a challenge, you know, each day, maybe it'll say, one day, um, take a picture of a funny cloud. One day, take a picture of your really cool hairstyle. Um, one day, take a picture of your really cute outfit. Um, or, and also, there's song challenges, um, where each day of every, like, a full month, it'll say, like, um, this day, choose a song that makes you nostalgic. This day, choose a song that makes you happy, and things that sort. Yeah, that's really great idea, and I, it's something similar to that, have been doing photo challenges, specifically 10-minute photo challenges lately, because I was inspired by this YouTuber called Jordan Matter. He has really cool my pictures. Mom, my mom doesn't support, because sometimes he breaks the rules. Very true. But I really admire all the pictures he takes, all the dancers he does things with, and so that inspired me to take... 10-minute photo challenges with my mom being the photographer, which doesn't come out the best because neither of us are the best at the poses and taking pictures, but it's a really fun thing to take cool pictures, and I would also just like to say another thing, since we've been saying mostly things to do, like, on a screen, um, one cool thing that I would like to recommend is to build a fort. These are really fun, and I used to build these all the time when I was little with, like, pillows and sheets. But I forgot how fun it was, and me and my mom built one the other day. It's actually still there in the living room, and all I use is just sheets. We have plenty of sheets, and then I, if you got, I don't know if you guys just use a dryer, but we hang our laundry outside on the line, so we um, use the clothespins that we use for that, and we just use clothespins and sheets, and we make really cool forts. And also, both Malia and I have. Well, she has a bunk bed, and I have a four-poster, and those are great for making um, um, forts also, because for me, I just put a sheet over the top and all the sides, and it makes the fort. Sometimes I will put it, um, put the sheet 
that's on one side out more and make it bigger. But Malia, do you want to tell them how you make a fort on your bunk bed? Um, I just kept blankets and I tucked them into my sister's because I'm on the bottom bunk. You have to be on the bottom bunk to make a bunk bed or bunk bed fort. And I just tuck it in and then the um, blankets that I cannot tuck in, I drape them over my sister's bed and I use one of her stuffed animals or pillows to secure it. Um, and I was going to talk about something else that I just forgot of. Oh, darn it. Anyway, meanwhile, um, another game that I love to play is hide and seek. Definitely. Well, I'll just talk a little bit about this while she remembers her idea. <laughs> She's been forgetting a lot of her thoughts today. Um, anyway, <laughs> that always happens to me. It's really annoying, isn't it? Anyway, so hide and seek is a great name. Great game. Oh, I have a story from when I was little of when I would play hide and seek. So basically, I was little. I didn't understand the concept. <laughs> concept, okay? Please don't judge. And I would be playing with my parents or some my sisters. I think it was my parents. And I would go hide. And when I was finished hiding, I wouldn't wait for the time to be up. I would be like, okay, I'm ready. Come get me. And so they would be like, I wonder where she is and just play along with me but that was a pretty funny story about when I was little but anyway hide and seek is a lot of long it's a really fun game to play especially if you are at home with your family or if you have siblings that are quarantined with you especially my parents don't have to um go out to work and we're actually going to talk a little bit about that in the next episode but so luckily they're here and they can play with me and um Hide and seek is just a really fun game, so we can, especially, like, there's, we can hide almost anywhere, and that's a game that I like. Um, um, so I remembered my thought, and my thought is that, um, I want you all to know that we're on Skype, we're not together, because we're quarantined, um, and we're not sisters, definitely not sisters, uh, but, um, we're on Skype, so you'll be able to hear me louder since I'm recording, but Rosie will, will alternate recordings, so you'll hear yeah. Rosie louder the next two episodes. Yeah, so I'll try and talk loud when I'm not recording, and when I am recording, I'll try and talk soft, but it's hard. So um, we're just have a couple more things, and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, I just also, another thing that I love to do is fashion shows. Definitely. <laughs> it sounds kind of silly, but I did one with my mom a couple weeks ago, I think. And we actually made it into a YouTube video for fun, but we, we don't have a YouTube account. I just make YouTube videos for fun. That's another fun thing to do, like podcasts, and just not post them. I make, um, we post our podcasts. But. I make random ASMR videos with, like, my mom's headphones that have a little microphone on them. Sometimes it's yeah. fun. Um, I'll do, I do them with Rosie sometimes when she comes over, when this is not happening before this. We would, yes, like, definitely. eat strawberries or something, and um, yeah. strawberries and pretzels, those are really good. And also... Um, when you do your fashion show, the other day I was doing a fashion show for my friend Cher when I was on FaceTime with her. I turned over her camera because I was going through my closet. So I turned over my iPod so she couldn't see my camera. And, um, I would try on a, a dress that I didn't know if I was sure about, if it was too small or too big. And I would, and then I would turn her back over so she couldn't see me changing. And, um, and then I would show her and she would give me, um, her view on it see if I should keep it or not, because I got rid of a lot of clothes since I had a growth spurt lately, or I've had yeah. growth spurts. What I did with my mom was just, you, you really can find a lot of clothes you 
old-fashioned, cute, pantsy, beach, cold, toddler, stuff like that, um, hippie, you know, nerd, and we would have to both do the same category, but the, the twist was we each switched wardrobes each time, so sometimes I had to use my, my clothes, but sometimes I had to use my mom's clothes, it was actually pretty hard for my mom, because some of my clothes don't fit her, and we just did that, and it was really fun, so... I, then there's actually like some clothes that you're like, oh, this actually looks nice. Maybe I should wear this. And that's really fun. Um, Malia, do you have something else to say? Or otherwise I have one more thing. Uh, I have actually one more thing that I wanted to say. And this is the best time to organize your house, your bedroom. Oh, yeah. I've been getting over it a lot, like a lot of like the old trends that happened that I don't use anymore. I'm never on the trend, but... I was sometimes go like I slime. Slime was a big trend, and I did slime. Um, I don't really do slime anymore, so I was going through my slime stuff, getting rid of it. But I didn't want it, but I will keep some of it because we're having a slime episode, so I'm keeping some of it. Um, so stay tuned if you still like slime. Um, and um, another great thing to do now is planting because it is. Yeah. The perfect time, just the beginning of spring, or, like, a couple weeks middle of spring. spring. Yeah, middle of spring. Um, I love springtime because it's my birthday on Friday, so we're having a special birthday episode for that. Um, yeah. And we planted a bunch of flowers yesterday. No, two days ago. And they are really pretty, so um, you can have your parent who's going grocery shopping um, go to Home Depot or wherever you get your flowers, and just get a bunch of flowers at once, get one big bag of potting soil, and bring them home as quickly as they can so they don't get the coronavirus. Yeah, and um, one more thing that I want to say just that reminds me when she was talking about organizing is there is this really good show on Netflix, I believe, um, by this woman. I, I think she might be Japanese. Um, her name is Mary Kondo, and her my mom actually read her book, at first, called Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, I think, and it is a really inspiring show, and I, me and my mom literally cleaned out our garage after that, because our garage was a mess. We didn't do the best, and it's messy again, but I don't know if it's as messy, and an awkward thing happened. A kid from my school, like, walked by, and was like, hi, hi, I remember you guys from school, <laughs> from school, and that was pretty awkward that day, but that's just a really fun thing, um, organizing Especially if you have siblings, I, um, my siblings are like grown up, so they probably wouldn't want to do this, but if you have siblings that are around your age, a lot of times I don't want to clean my room, but I want to clean someone else's room. So you guys could like swap rooms and like clean. And I just had one more thing, um, that I wanted to, uh, show you. So there are a lot of songs about the coronavirus these days. And um, a lot of parodies. So I'm just going to tell you a few of my favorite and play you like 30 seconds of the first part of one of them. So uh, there's one parody um, of Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's called Coronavirus Rhapsody, I believe. And I thought it was okay. My mom really likes it. And then there is also another one. And you just look these up. You'll probably find them. Uh, it's it's a parody of Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Definitely go watch Mary Poppins. It's from Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is a great movie. It has Julie Andrews and her favorite actor in it. Definitely. But, um, yeah, it's a great parody, and 
actually going to play like a few seconds of that one in a sec and second. And the last one is it's a parody of I Will Survive. It might just be called that, but it's a teacher singing about um about it just the experience like doom and everything like that. So it's kind of related to our next episode, but right now I will play you a little bit of that supercalifragilistics one. Here it is. Are you playing it? We can't hear it. Okay, why is that not working? I'm sorry, we're having some technical difficulties. I don't know if Malia would like to try and play it, but um, Let's see. it might not work today. I'm so sorry. Um, Rosie, would you like to talk about a little bit about your book while I try to find this? The book that I'm writing? Yes. Yes, definitely. My book is a really fun book. Um, it's going to be sort of, it's not... I'm not copying Harry Potter, don't think that, but J.K. Rowling is a really inspiring author, so she inspired me, um, so my book has magic in it, it's a fantasy, I'm not going to tell you the details, because sadly there's some people out there who would like to steal my ideas, and I don't have a copyright, I haven't written it yet, so there's three main characters, and the main character is a girl, because girl power, there's not enough um, female main characters in the world, I don't think, so and books, so that's one cool thing, and, um, basically, it's a really fun book that will have five in the series, and, you know, I've started having ideas for maybe, like, a month, and I just love getting characters, and sometimes I'll be lying in bed at night, and then character ideas will just, like, pop into my bed, Is it by Julia AKS? I will check. Um, we want to give credit to the person that wrote it. We did definitely not write it, and I cannot sing for the life of me. So. <laughs> um, what is it called? Super bad transmittal conscious or yes, contagious. Okay. Correct. Let's see if you guys can hear it, if I can hear it too. Okay. Quarantine that lasts until July. A super bad transmittable contagious oral virus. 
Okay, that's just a little bit of it. Um, please let us know if you liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, so now we are going to wrap it up. So, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Collages of Cleverness. And we appreciate you tuning in. Um, don't miss next week's podcast. And thank Thank you. you. Goodbye. Goodbye.